We're hearing each other. Cool. We're having a we're having a conversation. Cool. Not not no. Yeah, just as long as you can hear us, so that we know that we exist, that we're just not in a mm -hmm, void here, mm -hmm, just with mm -hmm. the two of us. All right, the recording has started. We don't, want to, we don't, we don't let that happen again. No, we don't. We spend too much time in the void together. The, void, the void is comfortable, but I if mean, you get too sure, comfortable with sure, it, sure, sure, it's know. like, where are you going What's from What's that thing there? about staring too long into the void? Yeah, yeah, into yeah, the yeah. abyss, it, it looks back at, at you, you yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like, get out. Yeah, this yeah. is my space. Exactly. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Movie Welcome back to Nietzsche Talk. Um, well, we, 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 we were against nihilism when we were talking on the Everything Everywhere podcast. That's true, so that's true. Back to it, back again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we took a little break yeah. last week. We were not around because you were on... Yeah, we did our big live show, Movie Man Awards. We were very yes. tired afterwards. You know, we needed a quick, quick little one-two for ourselves. Yeah, nobody got slapped at our awards. Nobody so got... That wait. Was, that was good. No, no, that was a different kind of <laughs> um, But you were knocking on death's door. I, I'm true, glad to true. hear... Uh, people, I want you to know, Bam was willing to come into the space with his sick self yeah, just, just to record. bravely getting sick from my woman, I decided that I would be willing to come here and get everybody sick. He but <laughs> then we decided against it. He, but you, you were dedicated to the craft. You yeah, wanted yeah. to deliver the I episode. I had to get the art out. I, and, and I was like, I don't want to get sick. Yeah. And if I'm sitting across from you for, yeah. for an hour and a half... Breathing heavily. Certain, yeah. And all you're doing is talking at me mm -hmm. in my direction. I'm certainly going to Spewing come in particles sick. From and then it would just be... Next week I'd be sick and then right. you'd be sick the week right, after. Right, It'd just right, be there right. for And I really fuck up our schedule. Yeah. Um, and then it wouldn't be moving man. It would just be the sick boys. Sure. That would be it. That'd be the whole podcast. I think I started our podcast. <laughs> Uh, but all right, thank you everybody for coming back. Uh, this is Movie Mandem, the show with the Mandem that likes to talk about the movies. That's true. I am one of your hosts, Damien. With me, as always, is my co-host. It's me, Bam. Hi, Bam. Hey guys. Thank you for being alive. Yeah, sure. Um, we have an interesting episode today. We were gonna do our uh, movies that we were looking forward to for 2023. Yeah. Given that January is pretty much done. Yeah. We're we're just gonna talk about those Hop movies as it. they come out. Yeah. You know. Um, but you had the idea. I don't know what spurned this. I feel like you just get an, a movie in your head and you're like, you want to do in, an episode in or it. In our WhatsApp conversations where we try to shout ideas at each other, right. a great idea came to me. And it was to bring along a crowd of experts on the film. Experts? Yes. Okay. The leading experts on the film, The Fifth Element, a movie you nor your wife, Brett. Have managed to watch it all no, these years. No, we have not managed to watch it all, all these years. When so did it come out? 1997? Yeah. yeah. So I'd like to hear, hottest take, what do you think this movie is about, Damien? All right. Well, we're going to get into Fifth Element in a, in a moment. Um, but I would be remiss if we did not discuss uh, something that happened significantly in the last week. Okay. Um, I don't know if you're aware, but the Academy Awards announced their nominations for 2022. Three or the the films of twenty twenty two, the twenty twenty three award. Oh, by the way, we have guests in building. Guys. We do have guests yeah. in the office. One of them has on a whole official mic. Would you like to say what your whole official name is? Hi, I'm Stephen. I'm Bam's friend. Um, I love the Fifth Element. Mm -hmm. It is probably my second favorite movie of all time. Really? What's your first favorite? <laughs> Matrix. Oh, okay. That's yeah. that's why you're friends. Yeah, that's why mm -hmm. we're friends. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so 
Bam said, hey, you like the fifth element. Um, come on the podcast. I was like, I've never done a podcast before, Bam. No time at the present. It's, yes. it's, it's exceedingly easy. Yeah. You just, I mean, once someone has set it up for you, all you got to do is talk. Yeah. You talk all the time. You're just doing it to a mic. So, Hi, Mike. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so he came up with this brilliant idea. I was like, yeah, my friend Damon has not seen the movie before. Nope. And I was like, shock horror. How have you not seen this movie before? Yeah. So... Damon is a youngin. You know, I, I so. mean, it... it, I, I, it feel like, I feel like this is movie is like a 30 to 33-year-old necessity to have at some point seen, and you... Like just about Mr. Wave. Just, well, it, just older millennials. So like, it, it came out the year after I was born, uh, yeah. and it it wasn't necessarily. It was a movie that I heard about, and you know, it was in my my space of oh, this movie came out in the, in the nineties. Um, but it just yeah, I never sought it out. I figured I would just see it eventually, and uh, that that day that is today. That day is today. Yeah. yeah. Um, also joining us in the studio, we have um, two. Are you gonna say professional hecklers of, yes. of the podcast? Yes. 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 Yeah, so before we do talk about Fifth Element, yeah, just got to talk about the Academy Awards for a minute. Um, we did our Movie Mandem Awards. Yeah. We gave some, some yeah. awards to some films and, and, some, and, and some the Academy performers. also also foolishly followed all of our just directions. Right, right on our coattails because, yeah. uh, well, they haven't announced the winners yet, but we, we, uh, we were of the same mind about certain categories. Uh, both supporting actresses yeah. from Everything Everywhere All at Once yeah. that we, we we chose have been nominated. Uh, so Steph, uh, Stephanie Sue and Jamie. Jamie Lee Curtis, who is getting her first Academy Award nomination. Mm -hmm. uh, Michelle Yeoh got nominated for Everything Everywhere All at Once. So did uh, Ki Kwan. Uh, Brendan Fraser for The Whale. Uh, it, I think it was a good list across the board. Yeah. I think it is... Uh, this film, Avatar Way of Water. Avatar Way of Water got... How many nominations? I think it was Best Picture, Visual Effects, obviously. Yeah. If it doesn't win Visual Effects, what the fuck? Are you what's doing? the point? What are you guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> um, what surprised me was um, All Quiet on the Western Front. Yeah, like nine nominations, nine, nine. and I was just like, after the, the nominations were all like, I guess I have to watch this movie. Mm -hmm. So I sat down and watched it, and you know what? It was good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good movie. I uh, I didn't I haven't watched it yet because it's it's one of those things where it's like it's so convenient for me because it's just on Netflix. Right. I'll just right I'll just catch it one yeah. time. Um, but yeah, everything everywhere had eleven Spoilers? nominations. <laughs> kind of depressing. Well, I mean, it's it's a war film, so it is, if it, is, it if it's it, not depressing, it is a great movie about how like little German boys in World War One were like, oh boy, oh boy, wouldn't war be fun? Let's mm. go to war. And then day one, they're like, mm, this war doesn't seem as fun as as our. As the propaganda has mentioned. Yeah, that's uh, it's a familiar thing with war. Yep. The, this, this glorification of the violence, and then you get into the violence, and it's you're like, not, oh, not this cute. is not, not so fun. nice. <laughs> Don't care for this. Yep. Um, right, so... It, it, it is a real, like, like 15 minutes of fucking around, mm. followed by two hours of finding out. That's what that movie mm. is. Um, all right, well, I'll have to prepare the tissues for mm -hmm. that when I, when I mm -hmm. sit down and watch that. To, um, to support the blood, mostly. <laughs> yeah, well, it is no, like, glorification of any violence. It's just horrible from the beginning. It's glorification Yeah, the Academy likes that. The, the Academy likes when, when people are suffering. Mm -hmm. um, right, so they got nine nominations. Uh, also, with nine nominations, I believe it was the Banshees of Inisherin, sure, yeah. and uh, 11 nominations for Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is leading the pack. Uh, um, both Brendan Gleeson and um, Colin my, Farrell. No, not Colin Farrell. The, the other young Barry Cogan. Mm -hmm. They yes. both they both got supporting actors. Yeah. And even if Ki Hu Kwan wasn't going to win, which yeah. he is, mm -hmm. those two would just cancel out each other's in yes. the voting block. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. 
it really sucks when two actors get nominated and from the same movie get nominated mm-hmm. because it just splits their vote. Yeah, it it does. And and well, it it's kind of like um was it last year or the year before with um was a movie with uh, Daniel Kaluuya and Lakeith Stanfield. Oh, um, um uh, Judas and the Black. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Lakeith Stanfield was the the main character, but he was in Best Supporting. Y- yeah, it was a weird number. Yeah, some of like these Daniel Kaluuya is the main supporting actor that right. Keith was the main but yeah, yeah. whatever it, it's, it's, it's weird, it's weird so, some of these selections are just about what is the the probability of them being more successful yeah. um, well, da- I mean Daniel won so good one. <laughs> yeah um, but uh, I think but like to be fair like it was like COVID time so like 12 movies yeah, came out it, so, like, it was, gonna, it was that, gonna, but, so that's the thing with this Oscars it's like this is when the theaters are most returned to form right and uh, it's I feel like this selection of, of films is it following a recent trend of the Academy wanting to relate more to viewers. So like in, in uh, 2018 when Black Panther came out, remember they had that popular film category right, like that, garbage, that, garbage, that didn't that, that go MTV anywhere. Movie award right. <laughs> and uh, it, it never actually saw the light today. It wasn't in that Oscars, but they've been wanting to get popular they films. They want to get them teens. Right. The peop- yeah. Like the films that people actually see to be nominated. And I feel like this year more like, than... You know, Academy, stick to your bits. Just <laughs> play the movies nobody has seen. But it's like, just, the, like Top Gun, Best Picture, Avatar Best Picture. Yeah. Um, I mean, Everything Everywhere All at Once. It, it's not as big as those movies, but yeah. it's got... A, a, it is the most anti-Academy Awards movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, I think the most anti-Academy Award movie was Nope. And it didn't get any nominations at all. Yeah, a movie literally about how Hollywood is garbage. Right. Yeah. Um, that didn't get any nominations. Well, also. You know what got the nomination? Babylon. Yeah. Did it? For what? For music? Yeah, the song. Or yeah, yeah. Um, the score. We, well, we saw it coming because it, it, there was a leak about the um, shortlist for the scores. Yeah. But the Batman was not nominated. Yeah, uh, which, which, which is a, a crime. Crimes. Um, Much like the Riddler. <laughs> a crime. Crime was committed. Um... Our our favorite or one of our favorite films of last year, RRR, got nominated for best song. So you have any thoughts on RRR? You just want to rope me into uh, the colonialism, don't you're, you? You're the guest on this episode. Oh, Do God. you not like RRR? No, no, no. I just I I did clear. watch it. I did enjoy it. I forced him to watch it. Yes, my wife forced me to watch it. That's good. Good wife. Yes. No, I I, I enjoyed it, um, but I didn't feel like I enjoyed it. As in no. Because All right. my tears were Turn down his microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Not a relevant take. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we apologize for the outburst. Yeah. Stephen comes from the British, so he does not... He, he hails, he, his, his so lineage hails from was, England. He does not care really for, tired that day. for any mm. anti-imperialist. Were you tired? You know who else was tired? Yeah. All the Indians, All the Indians who were, were dying because of yeah, yeah. Churchill and his famine. Yes, mm. yes, I did, understand. Did, did you yawn when the young lady was smacked in the head by oh, an no, no, imperialist no, no. I, officer? I, you were just like, honest, oh, I'm so tired. Like the whole like invade the embassy scene. I was like, oh yes, I'm invested. Kill all these people. Right. Hi, animals. Do your thing. Yeah. <laughs> Then I was like, all right, cool. Okay. All right. Yeah, but RRR only got uh, Best Song. It was not even nominated for Best International Film. Um, yeah, because um, like two months ago, India was just like, these are our, this, this, this is our, um, our selection, our selection yeah. for, best, for Best Indian Film. Yeah. So and India, everyone is just like, why didn't you pick RRR? Yeah. And India is just like, 
we have better movies. Now, movie. now it could have <laughs> been selected for Best Picture if the Academy so wanted. It because could, it could have very easily won Best International Feature. Well, <laughs> um, very simply. Yeah, well, India not selecting it, that's one thing. But the Academy itself, like the uh, All Quiet on the Western Front is a German film. Right. It's, it's gone into yeah. Best Picture and several um, other The same awards. way Parasite won Best International Film and Best, and best Picture. Picture yeah, yeah. yeah, So it, it, it could have. You fucked up, guys. But, you know, I'm. You could have been the other Asians to do all, it. All, it matters, all that matters is we're going to be seeing uh, Natu Natu performed on the Oscar that stage. That is the important thing. And that's. that's my, my wife just had the, the biggest <laughs> yep. smile on her face yep. just then, the realization <laughs> of seeing that live. Yep. Which is why um, we have to get cable before the Oscars mm-hmm. come out. Um, Everybody, if you've not seen RRR, I urge you to go on YouTube right now mm-hmm. and type in N-A-A-T-U and then the rest will fill in and then put, pick the Telugu language mm-hmm. and sit back and enjoy, guys. Yep. Or sit down for three hours and just... Uh, well, yes, you'll, you'll be wanting to no, watch no, it right I, after if, you see if, that. If, 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 if I cannot pitch you on watching a three-hour Indian movie... By your choice, watch that music video first, and yep. then you'll want to watch the movie. It that didn't preceded. feel like a three-hour movie. No, it nope. was amazing, and I loved it. <laughs> Thank you. That's all we all right, wanted. You to hear. Is that what you want? Yes. To okay. All right. You're back on the episode. Now. And, <laughs> <laughs> and um, so the last thing I'll say about the Oscars is um, other snubs. My girl Daniel Deadweiler, mm-hmm. your girl Viola Davis. Yep. Uh, just black pop, women. Blood clot thing for one. No, none of no, nothing for Woman King. Not even no. costume. Not even Bro. production design. Bro. Um, they built travesty. an underwater palace. What the hell? What? Bro. Why did they not get any production? What are you talking about? No, black in, in, no, no, no. Um, Woman King. The whole bath, the, bath, the whole bath. bath. Oh, the okay. whole bath. I was like, this is amazing. When you say underwater palace from last year, the only thing I'm going to be thinking about is Black Panther. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Um, but yes, no, of course, absolutely. Woman yeah. King deserved more love than it got. Um, and it got none. Um, but there's a little bit of controversy there. And I'm not sure if you saw this, Bam, but there's a currently going to be an investigation by, uh, I guess, the Academy or who Oh, about um, Andrea. Riseborough? Yeah. Is it Andrea? I have Michelle Riseborough. My bad. <laughs> uh, Andrea Riseborough? Um, yeah. So Andrea she, she's Riseborough. She's a very odd-looking British character actress. Yeah. And she looks completely different in every movie. She's yep. a real chameleon. That's, she's, that's she's what really somebody good. said. She's really good in whatever she's uh, I, They're not, just not going to be able to find her because she, she, she just disguises herself. vastly different every time yeah. you see her. Yeah. Um, so she was in a movie called To Leslie. And yeah. uh, there was this kind of meme going around where... Uh, I don't remember who it was that said it, but somebody said it was the greatest acting ever committed to film. Right. And that kind of hyperbolic statement is the stuff that you see around Academy of Time. But it was just like this thing that was lampooned into a joke. And then little by little, you just just start. You started hearing more about this movie. Apparently, there were private screenings held by Academy members to get their other friends to vote for this this film. Cool. Um, That's that's called marketing and campaigning to win the Oscars. This is a thing. thing This is a thing, though. They're conducting a review of this surprise nomination. Why? I don't get it, though. Like, what makes this different than any other Any lobby? other Academy Awards were like, Mark Rylance sneaks in. Yeah, like, there's... <laughs> and there's, gets into... It's, it's doesn't a matter, thing. whatever. Who gives a fuck, bro? They, they, they lobby for people. They campaign for these movies to, like, for your consideration. They send out these things. Right. And, like, it's... What makes this different than any other lobbying that happened? Listen, not to ri- say ri- that ri- Riseboro Hive came through yeah. and got her nomination. Who I mean, not that I, I, I would like it to go to Daniel Deadweiler. That's my choice for last year. But, you know, if it didn't happen, it didn't happen. Yeah. I don't, like, if there was... Listen, Payakon didn't get Best Supporting Actor. No, and play. that's a travesty. Yeah. That's obviously a travesty. Um, 
Did the weekend song get nominated for best song? No. no. Okay, that's good. It, it was fine. It was uh, the the best okay. thing about it was just like at the end of the movie, you're like, oh, is that the weekend? Oh yeah, yeah it's the weekend. weekend yeah. That's it. You get um, one more set of screensavers to watch, and then <laughs> yeah, exactly. With with some weekend in the background, mm-hmm. that's fine. Um, any more thoughts on the Academy Awards before I tell you about what I think Vith Element is? No, no, let's get right into that's it. That's it. All right, cool. Um, the, 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 I I would like to say that I'm very happy that last week's um, episode. After the thrilling introduction said by mysterious narrator, who mm-hmm. I'm not to say, um, you started the episode with "bada bing," and I'm like, very quietly, I'm like, "Oh, you didn't know what teaser you just set up for yourself." <laughs> all right, so all I'll say about Fifth Element for now until you watch in about I'm just hoping five minutes. that we haven't overhyped it. Like, oh no, 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 no. Listen, 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 it's good, it's good. You He's absolutely good. have. Okay. Because because what you have done is you have put it second to The Matrix, yep. which I which I know as mm-hmm. being one of the greatest films of all time. Yep. So it's it's at Damian, a high bar Damian, for me. To be honest, secret masterpiece. It is secret masterpiece. When I say it's my second favorite movie, I didn't mm-hmm. say it's my second best movie. Oh, okay. I appreciate that. It's so, like a personal favorite. It's such a fun movie. All right. So so I'll tell you my perception of Fifth Element. I'll take. Um, so I have notes here. Uh, Bruce Willis, sure. Mila Jovovich, sure. Mm-hmm. Chris Tucker with uh, a blonde dick coming out of his forehead. Yes, yes, correct. Dressed in, in in a Very in a important. leopard thing yep. with huge Le- shoulder pads. Leotard, yes, right. A Jason um, Pussycats esque leotard. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Uh, directed by Luke Besson, sure. Mm-hmm. Who I have a love hate relationship with. Sure. Um, love his movies, hate his life. Well, not really. Just like some movies I love, some movies I hate. Yeah, he's a real. This one good, this one bad. Yeah, d- definitely. Yeah. But like always with you had some, you were going for something here. Yeah, appreciate his, that. His one greatest characteristic is that he's French, <laughs> <laughs> and they accidentally make good art. Sometimes. Right. So like you know, Leon the professional. Yep. Love it. Uh, Lucy, hated it. Sure. Didn't like it. Um, you don't care for thumb for thumb drives. Uh, I don't care for the the woman. Like it was the trope of their mind being expanded so they could do anything. Right. And that somehow turned into... You didn't like um, Bradley Cooper's Limitless? Limitless Bro, was no, way better. I liked Limitless, like, quite a lot. I like Limitless. That was vaguely realistic as to what one would do. Vaguely, yeah. vaguely. And then with this one, it's like, okay, this turns into her having these combat skills, which right. is basically right. just the Matrix, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. she can transform herself into a thumb drive yeah. for... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Box office smash, I'm afraid. I That... It, I hated that, and then what was worse trick. was, and I talk. I, I realized that I have this thing of this thread on this show where I talk about my dad's reaction to movies because he was kind of my introduction to to movie loving. Mm-hmm. Um, but he disappoints me sometimes because he watched Lucy and he was just like, "Yeah, I thought it was all right." And I was like, "It's a piece of shit." Why? <laughs> Almost <laughs> weekly, I me and me and Merv discuss like my dad really likes this movie, mm-hmm. and like maybe I don't like it, and I've seen my dad's taste shift. So yeah. radically over the years. It's and now weird, I'm just man. Like, you know what? Dads just like certain movies, it's, and I respect that. There, there are dad movies, which is, I think, that's why Top Gun got the Best Picture now. Absolutely. Um, it's it's, it's the daddest movie so uh, of last year. Um, love hate Luke Besson. What else? Love hate Luke Besson. And the last thing I have is um, the movie is about them looking for the Fifth Element. Sure. Okay. I don't know why they're looking for it. Right. I'm thinking the Fifth Element might be love. Oh, okay. I don't know what it is. Okay. I know that they've got like stones that represent the other elements. Cool. Some kind of infinity gauntlet thing going sure, on here, maybe. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But they're looking for this thing. 
classic MacGuffin. I don't know what it is, yeah. and I'm excited to find out cool. what, what it the is. Um, I also it's it is a movie that seems perpetually bright, like it is just lots of colors, lots of colors, and and lots of production design choices. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know if there's like gonna be any kind of shadows. It's like everything is in a brightly lit corridor. There's, a, there's some shadows. There's some shadows? Okay. It's a very 90s movie. Yeah, yeah it, is, it, it is, as Merv said last night, a movie that could only be made in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the best part about it. It, it, it is, it is a perfect en- encapsulation of 1997. It's the yeah. best late 90s, like, all of that in a movie. All right. Well, um, they don't make them like that. <laughs> no. But I have a whole rant about that, but I want to wait until... You and Merv can double team. I <laughs> mean, uh, Luke Besson has been trying to make it, like, make them like that. Like, uh, he made um, Valerian. Yeah. Can, you know, I've seen, I, I've, I've, I've seen a trailer and I'm like, mm. I've seen 30 minutes of Valerian and I got very tired and I turned it off. Is that... that there's there's yeah. a specific reason why I don't like Valerian, uh, but I'll get into it afterwards. On, on okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um... So, ladies and gentlemen, um, if you would all tee up Fifth Element on whatever parroted <laughs> thing you may find, I tried to find it. Like it's on YouTube, le- legit? Is it on YouTube? Yeah, it's on YouTube. Why That's, is it just like the I whole don't thing? Know. The okay. whole movie. I just looked for it, and it was like, oh, it's here. I all, like, right. all right, cool. I was trying to find it on one of the various streaming services, and uh, I don't see it anywhere. So I had to uh, gotta, procure gotta, it. Got to parrot that. Thing, uh, I, I won't say that. That's what I did. You got to redacted that thing, my guy. <laughs> redacted it. Um, Right, so, but the, the idea for this episode that we're going to do is, since I've not seen it, I'm going to tell you my thoughts at the, at the beginning, just tell you what my perception of Fifth Element is. I'm going to break, I'm going to watch the film, and I'm going to come back and have a little reaction discussion about it. So uh, if people at home want to play along, you can just stop the episode here, go watch Fifth Element, and then play the rest of the episode. I'm hoping that some of the people that are listening have not seen it as well. All right, let's go I'm, to the commercial. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm certain... Uh, I mean, I don't know. The people that would listen to this probably they're, they're film fans. They might have just of a certain age group. They might have seen it. As Bam said, if you're of a certain age group, it just was in your space more than it would have been mine. But um, yeah, I'm hoping that we might have turned on some people, or maybe not. Maybe I'll hate it and I'll just regret. This doing movie this will turn episode. on some people. I'll tell you that much. Mm. It's it's very horny. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's take a break. Again, made by made by a Frenchman. It's a very <laughs> horny film. And uh, we will be back soon. Well, we'll be back instantly because that's how editing works. Yeah, yeah. All right. No, no, let's just play the dead air for our own. But we're going to play the ambient noise of the music, the, yeah, the movie in the yeah, background. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's that's do a it. huge audacity file. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's, uh, that's yeah, playing yeah. with fire. All right. Be back. Are, are, are back on? Have yeah, yeah. I've just, I've just started the recording now. Oh, right. Okay. All okay. right. So that was it. We watched uh, The Fifth Element. Yeah. Um, uh, by the way, we should put right up top. Mm. That movie is very free on YouTube. Yeah. Right now. It is. No issues. I didn't know that because, uh, like I said, I put I found it in, in by some, some means. I won't say if it's illicit or otherwise. Sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just available on YouTube, which I think for this movie, it's that's kind of great. Mm-hmm. It's like, fantastic. The one thing that I can take away from this is um, that's a one of a kind movie. Sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, it's a movie that is unlike anything I've ever seen. Cool. Um, I, I, it is. It. So it was interesting watching it with with this particular group because it was like you were watching the movie twice at the same time. Uh-huh. Um, lots of things were just being said as they were being said on screen. Yep. Which is fine. I like that. It's like I, I like 
when people are passionate about a movie and yeah. they just know all the lines because they've seen we, we, we how many times have you we seen it? We all collectively um, have seen this movie easily a hundred times. I okay. Yeah. I mean, okay. That, that, that was evident. So, um, so, so Damien, mm. um, how, how close do you think you were to your predictions? Well, I mean, the, the... He got a lot right. He yeah. got, no, when he said, like, the fifth element is um, oh love, go. I was oh like, all right, cool, yes. Yep, it's close, close enough. Um, I mean, all of I, I interpreted it as love being the, the motivator mm-hmm. for, for her wanting to save the universe, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, she has that, that thing that all uh, AI and, and all beings that are learning about human history, and they yeah. just have that quick montage of every mm-hmm. war in history. They're just like, what is the point of saving you fuckers? Yeah, you bring up the whole Wikipedia. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> on a war. Yeah. Like, mm, Did that actually start in this movie? Because I can't really remember that a whole, you know, AI supreme being right learning, learning about, about I, everything because I think no, it's this there, there has been there's been lots of a person uses a search machine early 90s search uh, machine I mean I don't know about the, the 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 searching of it but like that that theme of uh, humanity being not worth saving and and you know Very common, the being yeah. having to figure out what is the purpose I, I, I can't think of it now but there's been like several like robots Shows yeah, yeah. so like the one that comes to my mind as an early example is the day the earth stood still mm-hmm. right, uh, right when right. the alien comes down yeah, and, yeah. and he's he's he has this robot that is just like we're gonna annihilate everybody yeah. we were gonna think to bring all humans into this galactic federation yeah, but yeah. y'all are just the worst War- so mm-hmm. we're just gonna blow it all up, up yeah. and yeah. it's 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 a, a result of um the character having a relationship with the family in the movie where he's just like oh humans have humans something okay. humans are okay yeah. well, um some of them are okay. So, some of them are okay. Yeah. And um, so about, yeah, so, so guessing about love being what the, the quote-unquote fifth element was, um, I, <laughs> I thought the movie seemed very whimsical in nature. Mm-hmm. And I thought yeah. like it would French one could say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying not to just describe it as very fucking French. <laughs> but no, it's very fucking, it's very very fucking French. French. French is like the number one word. Yeah, and it's and and so I thought, okay, this that's the kind of thing that in an American film, it I don't think it would have um, been earned. Yeah, like, but it gets away with it with this. Also, it it basically can get away with anything because right. it just kind of throws everything it's at a light you. Comedy on top of it, yeah, yeah, like there's the you know the world I, 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 is ending, but it's very screwball comedy going right, on in yep. the movie as well. I think like most American action directors or like the the middling ones, they yeah, attempt to action. And then they'll pause and go like, no, we have to put the joke here. Right. While as opposed to like a French director who's kind of, they can A, do it technically, yeah. but B, they're kind of more laissez-faire mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. They will just wove it into and it's, and it's kind of so laid back that it becomes a comedy of one. And it doesn't seem as jarring though. Because no. it just weaves in like, for example, like the, I'll just use the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like they're celebrating everything. And Ruby just like, what are you screaming for? Right, right, that, right. And then it's, it, it doesn't feel out of place. No. You've, you've been used to that for the whole movie. Well, I mean, that they established the characters really mm-hmm. well and the tone of the movie is established really early on. Um, it's kind of, in the sense that they just established that anything goes pretty yeah. much. Right. Um, so, so I, I realize that... I, 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 lo- I love the joke of somebody asking a question and it cuts to a whole other scene of the person answering. I, yes. So, okay, yeah, yeah. all right. That's the first thing I really... That stood out to me was the editing in the movie was if you weren't paying attention to it, if you were on your phone while watching it and you're just looking up at the screen every now and then, yeah, that doesn't work. it's just like it makes... It's nonsensical. Yeah. But if you're watching it intently, there's... 
there's some brilliance of this these jarring cuts yeah. that are are very Using impactful. Two separate conversations. Yeah. Two separate conversations and storylines and like the, the there's a sex scene in this movie sure. that corresponds with the taking off of a jet plane yes. as well as uh, something is, is being shot at to be blown up. Yep. Right? So somebody's mm-hmm. being exploded for doing a bad job. Yeah. Right, yes, exactly, all of that. And it's like, there's, so there's the tension of that because you, you right. know that this, this uh, uh, employee is about to bite the dust. Right. There's also the, the humor of the orgasm. Uh, of, of the orgasm. Of the, the jet taking off. And, and then the there's also, uh, what's his name? Uh, well, I'm going to call him Bilbo. Bilbo Baggins. Ian Holm. <laughs> Ian, Ian Holm. Cornelius. Um, Cornelius in the movie. Um, and, Father and Cornelius. He is, you know, trying to stow away on this plane. And he's got like this, this covert mission of his own right. going on. While there's this reggae dub beat yep. in the, out of nowhere. Yep. With, with great uh, soundtrack. No, it's a great, great soundtrack. soundtrack. <laughs> um, and, some and Egyptian shit. There's some representation too, because we got Rastafarian who yeah. is just loading up the plane and making sure everybody's doing their job while smoking a split yeah. on the side. You know what I love about French urban films? Lots of black people. Yes. Lo- there's a lo- lot of black, black people, people in this movie. Yeah. yeah. There's also uh, a lot of gratuitous, not like sexual shots. And I'm not talking sex scenes. I'm talking shots where... Everybody's sexy? Well, no. Just like 80% of the frame is a woman's breasts yeah, or her yeah, ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. it's the, just... Well, the, mm-hmm. I, again, the costumes are by John Paul Gaultier. Mm-hmm. And I'm a thousand percent sure Luke Bissano was just at a French show. And I was just like, what are the models doing after this? <laughs> and that was the casting process for, like, every woman in this room. I feel, I feel, because, like, you know, I, I try and, and have, like, a through line as we're discussing a, a film and just you know, the, the steps, in case anybody has never seen the movie, but just like with everything, everywhere, all at once, it, it's kind of all over the place and it's, I feel kind of unrestricted in talking about just anything that pops into my mind about the movie yeah, at any given time. It's great. Well, um, well, if, if, if you're talking to an audience similar to like us, my yeah. friends, mm-hmm. you've only seen the movie a hundred times, talk yeah. about whatever you want. We, we go <laughs> yeah. everywhere. All right, well, so, do you want to do it like, I mean, I, I guess sequence, or do you want to do like Well, so so I'll I'll start with with just kind of the the opening of the film, which is very different from the rest of it. Yes, and it's kind of like the the beginning of the film and the ending of the film feel like they're the same movie, where it's just mm-hmm. kind of like uh, a nineteen fifties sci fi with sci-fi. with these these um, space invaders yeah, coming yeah. down and this Egyptian discovery and everything. Um, and those two, those bookends are, they're really the great. same film. Yeah. I get, you know, and, and, um, I liked in the, the beginning, it felt very much like the there's, moment. there's a, <laughs> a there's some sort of yeah. mystery and it there's feels... a mystery. There's a, there's, there's, you know, something is going on. There's this big plot that's going to be happening and, and it, it's like, you don't know who's going to be involved in it, but sometime in the future, this is going to affect the, the human race. What I also like about the movie is like. Um, like the beginning, specifically the beginning sequence, sort of, it feels very serious. Yes, it and does. So it kind of sets up your expectations, and mm-hmm. then the movie like flips it immediately. Flips it immediately um, when it introduces Corbin. Yeah, because it feels like it's going to be very, you know, um, self serious, self serious, dramatic, and kind of like this adventure film. Maybe you'll have some some whimsical characters here and there, but then it's it. I feel like there's just multiple different movies all just you, you, crashing you know, into you know each other. You know what movie also does, also, also does this? Like, starts off very self-serious sci-fi mm-hmm. and then, like, uh, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. The first yeah. 20 minutes of Star Wars is everybody's very serious yeah. and this whole big thing. And then 20 minutes in, boom, here comes Han Solo, regular right. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, every, you know, <laughs> um, average 
not into sci-fi person, the audience goes, oh, "Okay, well, right, one of me." Which, which, and that, then, that yeah. was. I felt like that when I saw Bill, uh, Bill, Bruce, Bruce, Bruce Willis. Bruce. I don't know. Why I was gonna say Bill Murray, um, but Bruce Willis. That, just, that wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> um, coming onto the scene, basically doing what I expect him to always do, which is to Put be that Bruce Willis character. Yeah, just relatable everyman action New, New hero, Yorker, New, Yorker. New Yorker, down on his luck. Yeah. I, I thought it was hilarious how they kept bringing his mother back into the yeah, movie. Yes. In the straight, like, it just felt like every time she came back in, I was like, you have a lot going on in this there movie. so much going on. But some, like, there's a devotion to making sure that this, this yeah. mother on the phone yeah, let's, ranting let's at her... Let's break out this joke. Doesn't matter where he is, he, she, she can just find him. Like, he's on... Yeah, his, that cell phone service is proper, dog. I mean... <laughs> she's I, reaching out to Lost in Paradise. So that's another thing, right? As the, as the movie goes from this, this um, exploration into the Egyptian desert, and it's like there's this prophecy with these uh, alien creatures that you'd never see again... Um, in in the the robot suits, in yeah, the and they see them again when they're them. when they're trying to interact with the humans years later. Yeah, okay. they're trying they, to bring they get attacked, yeah. um, Lilo to Earth, right? Yeah. Her, well, well, Lilo was, I assume, one of those guys. Yes, because she her hand her was hand in was, the yeah, in the yeah. oh, in the armor. So yeah, Lilo's one of those guys. That right. little detail. Um, don't try to science. It's me. No, 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 no. <laughs> with the the handle in her hand, yeah. And then you see when they bring the case to Zorg, right? You see that one of the handles. I see is one missing. of the handles is missing. So if it's you like, notice, mm-hmm. like before. So what I like about the movie is that it doesn't feel like they just put things in, and they're just there for for just for it's the movie. Well, yeah, well thought it, out. It's it's well thought out. There's a whole. It seems that there's a whole world that's happening in the background. Yeah. that they don't need to talk about. Right. right. So and when when so when they jump to the future and it and um it you know the plot starts rolling where you're seeing how this this end of the world prophecy is going to be playing out with the characters that you're going to meet in the movie. Um, there's a lot of it that feels very random, as you mm-hmm. said. Um, but then slowly, as you're watching it, you're seeing the pieces put together. But it's not like put in front of your face. Right. It's not. It's not. You're not given a direct line of okay, this happened, then this happened, then this happened. It's like there's a sequence of things that is happening off screen that you kind of you're you're picking up the pieces mm-hmm. of yeah. if you're, you're paying attention to it. I I, I appreciate Damn. that. I have a great question for you. Okay. Does Zorg and Corbin Dallas mm-hmm. know? Or are, are, are they aware of each other? Are they aware of each other? Um, isn't he? Isn't doesn't he send his his employee to impersonate him to get on the ship? No, no, he knows what the military is doing. Right, because the bug, he listens in on the conversation. Right. So, so they're so they're does so Zorg or Corbin Dallas. Right, know of each other. Um, I, I'm guessing. I'm guessing you know the answer since you've yep, seen you know it 25 times. <laughs> but do they not know each other? No. Nope. No they, Okay. They never meet. They never not meet. Not once. They are, Corbin has no idea who he is. Yeah. Zord. Well, no okay, but the, it wasn't he. He got this letter that said that he was fired by the the Zorg. Corporation. Yeah, he's that's just happens. Yeah. No, 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 I know. So he knows. That's for the cab. That's for the cab. Yeah, yeah. So he knows him as like a famous person, but they don't know each other in relation to. Yeah, the everyone story. knows Zork. Yeah, like, we yeah, know yeah, yeah. Jobs. yeah. Yeah, because that, that that's how we, he he was presented. He was like yeah. this kind of uh, megalomaniacal, just yeah, yeah. industrial. He's, he's like Elon Musk. Yeah, got he's got a terrible haircut too. Um, I uh I like I like Gary Oldman playing villains. Yeah, he does a pretty, good job. Pretty good at it. One and um, I like uh, apparently I like Luke Besson yeah. with Gary Oldman his, as a villain. His best mm-hmm. film, um, because there's a scene in this 
it's his first scene actually where he's doing the arms deal mm-hmm. and and he's just getting into their faces right. and it just reminded me of in in Leon the professional when he's yelling at his henchmen as well it's mm-hmm. like okay you there's a there's a connection here between this director and actor they know how to bring the yeah, best right, out right, of each right, other right, right. um I, I there there were moments where like he had this very thick kind of southern accent mm-hmm. and then draw, draw. yeah but then mm-hmm. there'd be moments where it was just like when he gets into like the full villain threatening mode, it's like okay, I, your your British imperial yeah, accent is crack, coming out a little in, bit. Um, but it was it was nice because I don't often see him getting to just play like a silly character like mm-hmm. that. Um, so I, you know, it's good to know that this existed in history yeah, and I didn't know about it. Yeah. Did you know my favorite part about his accent because it's the future and mm-hmm. because that. It's John Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg. Yeah. We can say okay, no, he may have a southern accent. Yeah. yeah. But he may have some other mix of it, so it right. yeah. it all works. It's, it's all Europe, baby. Yeah, it yeah, can yeah. just be anything. And and the southern accent directly comes from like I, um, British accent. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't like. I try not to to knock on this door just yet, and you know, in case it just derails the entire episode. But um, I I did as you were mentioning that the the there's a point where Chris Tucker's character no, starts. No, no, no. Damien. Much like Payakan in the Avatar episode, the right. last 30 minutes is all Ruby Rod. All right. Well, I just, well, there's a moment where a character that will dis- be discussed later on, <laughs> yeah. he just starts singing a Lionel Richie song. Yeah. And it's like, okay, cool. That song just stayed in the charts. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so. He is a DJ. Yeah. So. No, no. I know. But like, it, it's but, 300 I mean, that's, that's, years. That's, that's like us listening to like Beethoven right now. <laughs> yeah. And Lion- just, Lionel Richie has. Yeah. Past generation. I guess, I guess. I mean, I don't know if I asked my cousin to sing me all night long while Alan and Richie, could he do it? But, you know, we'll see. You never know. You never know. In, in 200 Enough years. I might just do something. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, I, I, I also did, being a film from 1997, uh, visually, it's, it's not the crispest, but... It personal choices were made. Yes. Yeah, personal that's what artistic choices were made. There, there were there were attempts at, at doing things. You know, attempts. I would say there were successes. No, I, I'm I'm saying like they were able to get across what they were trying to convey visually mm. without it because there were parts where it you know it, because it's a, a, a younger CG world, um, it's not as polished. You know, so so metal doesn't look exactly like metal, and and those kind of textures aren't exactly there. But you can it's see... You're talking about like the New York car, car scenes? Yeah, kind of yeah. like that. But yeah. it's, it's kind of like a video game, but it, it feels... You get the energy of it. You get the flow of it. You get the, the, the you know, machinations of it. It feels mm-hmm. very much like, okay, I'm with this scene. I'm not taken out of it because, you know, this doesn't look exactly like how... But there's, there's an imagination behind a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really appreciate that as well. Um, as you bring that up, mm. um, I'm glad you said it because... You notice, like, watching it, um, like, in a modern, like, in now. Yeah. You notice, in a modern context, you notice all those, like, little flaws and the CG and things. Yeah. But as you said, it doesn't really take away from the movie itself. No, yeah. Even now it doesn't, even though you're there, you you know, because we live in a post-Avatar world. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) But I can imagine being, for the time, like, being able to, to have a, what, Felt like a fully realized futuristic New York City mm. where the woman, a woman could jump out of a, a building and free fall and it felt like you, there was tension like, oh, she can hit that car mm-hmm. and everything. Like, that, that's impressive. I think, like, even rem- for me remembering when I watched it 
like back in the day as like, a wee child as yeah. a wee child i noticed like some of the little issues and stuff um because you notice like it's puppets you notice the monetary I, ones the, like the, the, the puppetry was very good oh, i yeah. felt no no no, no. that's like, what i'm saying yeah even though you know that it's a puppet, yeah. because you're so immersed in the story and in, in, in the world, yeah. mm-hmm. you don't really think about it. And it's, it, it's like Muppets. You're just it's, like, yeah, that's yeah, what it's not very yeah, jarring. Yeah, yeah. It's just, okay, but there's, accept and, it. And, there's, there's and, a, and I didn't notice the CGI at all because when I was younger because that's just how all movies That's how they looked, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, the, like, the puppetry in the movie as well, like the, there's that mix of visual effects and, and, and practical effects. Um, there was a, sh- a shot that I pointed out to you, Bam, where... All the miniatures? Uh, well, the, the miniatures are, are very, very well detailed, yeah, and, the and they do the their ships, job. The ships all look great. Yeah, the ships all look great, but there's a shot where, um, in that arms deal that Gary right, Oldman right, is right, doing, right, right. where he's... he's picks, dis- up, picks up the gun. Right? right, he's displaying this this futuristic high-tech gun, and it's doing all these, you know, transformer-looking things where it's expanding and, and mm-hmm. showing off all its features, and that's CG... But then he just picks, picks it, it up, up and it becomes a And problem. it's like he's able to just interact. So it, he brings it into reality in a way. And it was seamless. I think the transformation when he puts it on the box the first time, yeah. that is CG. Yeah. But they do have a practical thing. That's yeah, exactly. Holding holding so so like it, it, the CG creation that he's able to just pick up and it's like mm-hmm. with him doing that, it, it brings it, it grounds it. It makes it something that feels, you know, part of the, the world. Um, I also appreciated the 1997 vision of what the future looked like, um, like when New York, but more. Well, <laughs> not just that, but like when they're using uh, a computer and it, it's clearly like uh, a Windows 95 yep. HP, yep. and yep. Um, and uh, you know the, the the phones that they use, everybody's still using like uh, dials on their phones, <laughs> like there's the, the keypad is still on on all their phones and yeah. everything. Um, it, it gave me real um, Zoolander vibes when he picks up the little phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I also like the, the, the way the movie is kind of like showing the uh, uh, perils of bureaucracy where it's like <laughs> the, the president is just in this office and he's just yelling at his men and they're just like, we're working on it. It's like, yeah. what do you mean you're working on it? Yeah. The, the world is ending. You have n- the, the, the plan is they need to find these four stones yeah. and assemble them in, in Egypt. Yeah. There's no context here, um, and I, I like how you know he, he sends out the priest who seems to be the only one that has anything any no, idea of what's he, going no, on. There's there's a priest, a rabbi, a, um, a sheikh or something. Yeah, there's and, a, and there's then, a and, cardinal and, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then and then um, Cornelius. Yeah, and the, like five of them are there guessing. Like I don't know, maybe it's us, <laughs> my religion, and then yeah, yeah, he's yeah. the religion that wins out. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. As you bring up Cornelius, can we just talk about how Ian Holm? He's the fucking best. Oh, to yeah, that yeah, character. Yeah, he did, he, he's best. great. He is like, great. When he's talking to the robot. <laughs> and he's just like, <laughs> like, but she's also so fragile. <laughs> no. Yeah. But and just, just like, even like the first one, he's like, Mr. Misses, President. Yeah, never misses, bro. He, he, but he's an, he's a, like, he's an example. Bilbo Baggins for anybody wondering, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, well, the, old, the old first old. Bilbo Baggins. Yeah. The old, the one from... Damon, um, Damon. Let's be honest, the only Bilbo Baggins. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, everybody was committed to this film. I oh, felt everybody's crushing. Like they're, they're, <laughs> they're except, going except for, all out. Except for Tiny. Tiny, Tiny was like, no, mm. I like President Tiny. No, it's, uh, I don't know. That's my only pet. I like President like, he's Tiny. He's a little bit wooden. He's a little bit... No, no, that's what you hire him for. I, to be stern, gruff. Yeah, I... I yeah, because I felt he's he's he's, he's worlds away better than like Debo or anything. He's doing a lot. Okay, okay. 
I, f- I felt like with, with him, um, Tom Lister Jr., who um, <laughs> the role that I always go for him is, is the intimidating prison, prison inmate night. in yeah, The Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. um, the seminal character, third act character. Yeah, yeah, film, yeah. yeah. and <laughs> probably his best performance, I would say. Um, but in, in this, he's, he's delivering lines kind of like, um, he's like the mayor on the, the Adam West Batman show, yeah. where he's just like um, very kind of, Broad and and yeah. not very nuanced, yeah. but I didn't feel like watching this, him. I was this taken film was out made of it. Ten years later, that would a thousand percent be Terry Crews. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like it's it's bordering on kind of like a campy. Ver- but what do you mean bordering? Wait, no, no, no. In the camp. In the camp. movie defines camp <laughs> the, for the, me. This movie is, but I'm for a, a character that we'll talk about later. Well, yes, but for his character, it's like he. I felt like the purpose of it was to kind of be. A little bit uh, not offish, but just inept in in, in the function of mm-hmm. his role, given no. everything that's going on. No, he he's like confident but inept. Right, he's a like great president. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's 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 president right there. Um, I liked uh, seeing uh, Luke Perry briefly yep. in the beginning. Yep. Um, I also there's <laughs> there's my a favorite thing about Luke Perry is like they bill him as like a main. I saw yeah. only yeah. in the fi- only in the first five minutes. Yeah, of the yeah. Movie. yeah. I expected he him to triggers the plot by like locking that thing. Yeah. yeah, because I thought there was gonna be like a time travel element where he's he, like I thought he would pop out at oh, the you end. Oh, gonna come back. As, and, and with like a cloak on, and, and no, he'd be saying no. like the world needs to end because this and that. Like I've been. Traveling the earth. No, and my head count on is he slipped, he popped his head, he died in that um, <laughs> cave, and then just like you know, they, when they came back in, they just walked past the remains of his skeleton. Yeah, um, there's a there's a shot where in that beginning where the uh, the kid is running into the the temple Aziz, or, or not Aziz, not Aziz, the, Aziz the, the little boy that's coming in. I think he's coming in on a donkey, and um, all the people. Turned. Also, shout out to this movie for hiring brown people to play Egyptians. Yeah, even not, though they're not, Turkish, are what, they really? Whatever, bro. Not 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 white people playing Egyptians. Yeah, I'll give I'll give. Some they got some points. Um, yeah, so the, he runs in, and uh, I'll, you know everybody's kind of happy that he's there. And there's a shot of uh, three camels that that turn to look at him as mm-hmm. he's coming in. Just no reason for that, really. Whimsy. Just whimsy. whimsy. Just and that's in the opening. It's like okay, this is the kind of movie that you're gonna be getting, and. The fact that they coordinated three camels that turned their head at the same mm-hmm. time is like I want to. Somebody had to train three camels to do a reaction shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like, there's, there's a, there's to me, there's the the uh, classic kind of chosen one end of the world story. There's the down on his look, semi reluctant mm-hmm. hero story. Um, there's a the the Hel- helpful wizard. Help. Who's a, a helpful wizard? The priest. Oh yes, of course. Sorry, I, I I I was trying. To, I was thinking if there was a, a more magical no. character no. that I just no, missed. No, in, no. In, in your um, in your, we call it uh, character breakdowns. Mm. <laughs> um, there's the uh, there's the 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 arms deal kind of crime story going on with yeah. Zorg and and what 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 was the name of that that race of shapeshifters? Uh, of Mangalores. Mangalores. Yeah. yeah okay. Like yeah. Um. And and. All of it kind of coming to a head at the the hotel getaway or the cruise getaway. Boston Paradise. It's, it's, it's a it's a hotel that is essentially like a little city. Okay, but like it it's it's on a ship. Yeah. It's not okay. So it's, so it's it's like a cruise ship. It's like a space. It's cruise. a cruise. It's a cruise. Yeah, right. Right. Okay. Uh, which happens to it, have it's a cruise ship from the planet Floston. So it's called the Floston Paradise. Right. Got it. Okay. Um, and. Uh, 
on the cruise ship there's a, an opera show that turns there's into a big weekend going on yeah. yeah it turns into like a a, a, a techno um hip-hop kind of medley that's just what i assume music is like in the yeah that's that, that's what i was thinking yeah. it's like okay we've just evolved to where it mashup is yeah. what we do now yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, that was a, I should have mentioned that also of something that I knew of Fifth Element before watching it was the... You've seen the scene? The, no, not seen the scene. Just I've just song. seen the pictures of the blue alien okay. chick and I knew that she was but an you, opera you, singer. you didn't know that was going to come out of her mouth? Though. What, the, the, the song? song? No, yeah. no. Yeah. I'd never heard it before. Great. I, I, my favorite like teensy tidbit from that movie is that he purposely made sure that like, I want a song that a human cannot sing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, especially in the like techno... Um, parts of it right and it's like a challenge if you go on youtube you'll see like people, um, attempting. people attempting it yeah and it's like okay almost got it but it's like he said all right um, I want, what's he- a pitch he- he- that number two would you like to attempt this song you can't do it anymore you, you've lost the gift ba- bam is trying to get my wife speaking back about the the performances in the movie so um there was a part where you said it was a uh, die hard in space yes and it was Legitimately, that because it's like him him jumping from one uh, the balcony to to get down to the the yeah. ground and a, a, re- and a reluctant partner trying to help. Him. Yes, exactly. <laughs> They're just out of nowhere and uh, him with his back against terrorists the wall. taking over a small uh, space. Yeah, full of full of innocence running around mm-hmm. and screaming mm-hmm. their heads off mm-hmm. and and uh, him doing something at the last minute to just blow everybody up. Yep. <laughs> I like um the Cornelius's little henchman who. I, I kept David, expect- David, David. Yeah, and I, David. Who you think is the guy from uh, like um, volleyball or what's that? What's that? Dodgeball, but it's not him. Oh, yeah. no, no, this is before. This is and there's before, another guy that is like, it's not him. I, I, uh, yeah, he, he had that face. Was like, Same. I feel like I've seen you somewhere. But it's not him. But I I, it's, it's not, up, it's not, not the guy that I'm thinking of. You no. know who I would have preferred? Um, the, the, the ship crewmate. The, the the one the main one mm-hmm. from from Mouse Hunt from Mouse Hunt yeah I would prefer he was David he's yes. a real David yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but like so he, David in the in the movie he's the assistant to uh, Cornelius who is the the priest who is kind of guiding everything I also like that at the very end nobody really knew what the fuck to do <laughs> and yeah. and like yeah because like he so the the priest he inherited the information from three hundred years ago barely knew. What the fuck right. was going on in the first yeah, yeah, place? Yeah. So Which, he just essentially just had a key in his hand and just kept that going for for gener- for generations. But it's like how but you then said, he had no idea what to do when the aliens actually when the time is now come. Well, when you said uh, when the the threat first makes its presence known and the different religions are there and mm-hmm. and they're all trying to guess whose is which, like it's kind of just best guess. Yeah. Even all the way up to the end, like he's very confident no, throughout the, the movie. The president of the federation or whatever, whatever yeah. they call it. just like get to me every every specialist we have yeah, in yeah. every religion anybody who might have an inkling on what's going that on that makes here. sense because if you think about like um, how bureaucratic like government is right now yeah. yes of course there's someone who knows yeah. but they can't get to them immediately just so bring, just bring, bring, bring everybody, everybody yeah. yeah and then for it all later yeah and and so but like it was like okay he he's right, but then it gets to the end where they they're able to put together what they're supposed to put together for the world to be saved, and it's kind of like this part wasn't in the manual. We don't really know what to do here. Um, yeah, we, we and I liked how it was. It put was the stones down, and then yeah, wow. it was David who happened stands, and it was good that that happened because up until that point, 
my dude was just fucking up all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. He was not very helpful not, not at, at any point. <laughs> a hindrance, one could say, yeah. for the for the plot. Um, yeah, R- Ruby Rod could have easily exasperated Sai yes. <laughs> onto onto that. Though. Yes, very well could have. Isn't that what they originally was going to do? It's going to be Rudy that would yeah. would would figure it out. I'm, and sure, I'm sure a lot was originally planned. I don't I know. I heard that da- David sure. could have been very much cut from this film. Yeah. No issue. Whatsoever. Yeah. Um, well, the only th- the only he only, thing he only needs him to to fake get on the plane with. Yeah, exactly. Way. He needs it. to fuck that up so that yeah. uh, Cornelius yeah. is 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 like, stowed oh, away. Yeah, to, this is my mission. Yes. Um. All right, but so you you you've said the name, you've said the character. I've incurred. I've incurred. And I can't, I can't is keep. It time? Is it time? I can't keep it's going the, around it, man. It I can't keep like I, the performances are great. I think Mila Jovovich is actually really good. Mm-hmm. She's like again, everybody is crushing. Everybody <laughs> does a really good job at what they're supposed to do, and it's like they have a a mastery of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, her in particular, it's like she is. I mean, her her character is described several times throughout the movie by other people, mm-hmm. um, but it's it's true. She's confident and capable, mm-hmm. and also there's a fragility to her, mm-hmm. um, it which, which is she, a, she, a difficult she's playing thing. Great fresh clone, figuring out the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it would, but that's a difficult role to play because mm-hmm. you you have to be able to. It it's like um, my, my my absolute favorite scene is when she's saying please help in the car. Does mm-hmm. her face is just yeah a perfectly active yeah it's just terror <laughs> it's yeah. absolute like desperation and terror. Um, there's a the, I was listening to uh, Daniel Kwan talk about uh, Michelle Yeoh in Everything Everywhere, yeah. and he was talking about or no it was Michelle Yeoh talking about being directed by him, mm-hmm. and um, she was saying that there's the scene in the movie where Evelyn learns kung fu mm-hmm. and. Michelle Yeoh knowing Kung Fu, she just sure. does Kung Fu stuff. Sure. And the director had to come in and say, no, you're doing Kung Fu. You're not supposed to know no that Kung you're doing Kung Fu. Kung right. Fu. So her face yeah, had to be, be to, like, yeah. what is going on here to, to sell Evelyn in the moment. Yeah. Um, just being uploaded Kung Fu. Yeah. yeah. So because, you know, I've, I've been uh, listening to a lot about that movie that's just been in my mind. Um, so watching Mila Jovovich's performance, Jovovich, mm-hmm. watching her performance in this, it uh, made me think of that where it's like you have to be a lot of things in any given moment. And uh, I think she did it really, really well. Um, you know, that Bruce Willis, A plus as always, no yeah. notes. Yeah, no <laughs> notes. Well, I mean, it's not really a note on Bruce Willis, but his, his, I was very close to writing off his character early on. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yes, yes, which, yes. you know, he Let, does. Let's, let's slip in one 90s weird French, not even most 90s movie. Yeah, because like th- this woman that he just met is unconscious, which uh, I like how the, the, the plot kind of kicks off with her landing into his. his mm-hmm. And it was kind of like one of those things where when she jumps out, I know that he's driving the taxi. Mm-hmm. I know that these characters have got to uh, interact at some point. And then when it happens, it's like, oh, this is a classic, like, you know, as you said, fate moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. So he seems like a good guy. He doesn't give her over to the police. He seems to want to help no, out this damsel. He's a ex-marine, my friend. Yeah. Then, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So she's unconscious, and uh, he he goes in for a. I don't even know what he attempts to get out of it. He's just like, I want to feel lips against mine, even though they're not moving at the moment. Like not even like a stroke hair. Yeah, like not. Yeah, up, like just yeah. oh, just get a little bit of look at her face. And then I like how she just has a gun straight, straight. to his yeah, head. Mm-hmm. In the immediate message of, do not talk into this. Yeah. And, and 
further than that, just her, like, in her, her alien language, where she um, says, never without my consent. Mm-hmm. Um, Damon, Damon, please. It's the language of the divine. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just, I mean, it's alien to me. I just, I'm not there yet. I'm, I'm learning. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, just a little tidbit about the language. Mm-hmm. They actually did... It's not just nonsense words. They made up a language? They made up a language. I, I, I had a feeling. So what Mila used to do, I think it's her and I don't know if it was Luke. They used to like speak in conversations. Oh, okay, so okay. she would get used to speaking a language. And my favorite thing about it is that you can go and translate mm-hmm. what it is that she's saying. Yeah. But they'd never put subtitles in because it's like, no, you don't need to know. No. But there's actual meaning to everything that she's saying. But I mean, watching the movie, you wouldn't be in a position because you're you're watching. She, she pantomimes in the cab like the ship crashed. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, no, no, that. But that's what you're supposed to get out of that yeah. scene mm-hmm. is is this breakdown of communication mm-hmm. and how they can overcome that throughout the film. Um, I also like how she just randomly has learned English throughout this these no, travels. She, she, no, no, she she like Wikipedia stuff for oh, and she's like, got it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I mean. It's like out, but like it comes out of nowhere where she is piecing together a few words, and all of a sudden she can have a conversation. Supreme being, it's like very supreme being. It's very, but that good it, at picking up symbols. It works with the rest of the movie being very sudden and and jarring, mm. but in an organic way, Wh- which feels um, paradoxical. And and it just it's as you guys said it right when the movie started. Like this is a fun movie. It it is a very fun movie, um, the 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 set design, everything, every Production environment that incredible. you're in, it just feels like this is. There's a lot of brilliance going on here where people thought about how this room would work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like even the room where she's um resurrected, and um you know all the scientists and and everything that like it just felt like okay this is there's a someone has thought about the the procedure and the <laughs> protocol of how this room operates, yeah. um. Anyway, yeah. So, I gotta talk about um, Chris Tucker. Sure. Which I don't, I don't understand how he. I mean, I get. Is it a, is it a black thing? Is that why he's not on a poster? Because I'm looking at the poster right now. It's got Gary Oldman, Bruce Willis, and is Mila Jovovich. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, neither is, neither is you know, the priest or all that. Yeah. yeah but I mean, Chris Tucker. Here, here this, if I watch this movie, I would not want to know Chris Tucker is in it. I want to yes. be like Surprise. you. Shocked. F- fair enough. When he enters the. Fair film. enough. Because. Um, I don't know who, who it was that mentioned it, but yeah, somebody was saying in the room before the movie started that Chris Tucker um, kind of just made his movies and then fucked off. Yeah, he made like six movies. And yeah. Six, yeah. Um, after a performance like this, you've done it. That, yeah, that, yep. is, that is it. You're, so, you've so, acted. So, so fun fact, they wanted Prince. And Prince was just like, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. And then, so they held auditions. And yeah. my God, I would love to see the audition yes. of black actors <laughs> that went up for this role. But Chris Tucker won it. It is. I mean, he he won it. He made it his own. He comes on like it is one of the most spectacular. One of, one of the horniest characters put the film. Yes, but one of the most spectacular character introductions yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah, um, imagine you're watching this movie and like the movie is like at a ten the entire time. Yeah, you're like this movie is crazy. Yeah, and then you get on the plane and all of a sudden, like, oh by the way, Ruby Rod is here. You're like mm-hmm. who's Ruby, Ruby Rod? Slap in the face. And, and, and then the movie is all of a sudden at a twenty. Yeah, like yeah, and it, it's 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 a role that could have easily been obnoxious, and it could have easily been just like a character that you kind of disliked because he's very arrogant, he's very egotistical, um, but you kind of want him to be that, you know, you want him to be even worse. No, if you're like his employees, what is a loud, is. what is a loud French futuristic DJ? Mm-hmm. Here comes, here he comes. <laughs> yeah, my, my favorite thing about Rudy Rob 
Um, when I was a young, a young lad, mm-hmm. right? um, I think we can just we can say yeah, he's 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 kind of um, put on as like oh this character is going to be queer, mm-hmm. and then yes. when you realize <laughs> that he is one of the most like heterosexual yeah. Hypersexual characters yeah, yeah, yeah. in the movie. No, he's, he's DTF. And <laughs> no, because that, that kind of like but at that point that kind of made me appreciate, oh wait, um you can separate like yeah. gender uh, yeah. your gender presentation from right. your sexuality. From your sexuality. No, yeah. Much and like that kind much of like, just, much like Prince. Yes. Just, so much as like you Prince. said, as you said they want anyone Prince. casually not to know be like, oh Prince is gay, right? Yeah. Like, no, no, that nigga fucks yeah. <laughs> Like, when you said, oh, they wanted Prince for a rollout, Prince is who was on my mind watching this yeah. because as you, that breakdown of uh, expressing femininity in the way that you act with being very, uh, um, just kind of exuberant mm. and, and vibrant and, and, you know, the clothes that you wear and, and just right. having that very extroverted personality. Like, there's, a, there's in another very close alternative universe, you're like, RuPaul got this job, right? <laughs> like, that, that seems like the other choice. Yeah, yeah. But I, those are things that you, you associate with gay characters, because mm-hmm. gay characters always go, like, they're always super camp. Yes. Um, but then, as you said, to have him be fucking all over the place and being a, a, a desirous object, or, or a desirous person to all of the other female characters, there are... Everybody trying to think about it. Every female character that mentions him talks about how much they want to fuck him. Speaks yes. in orgasm. Yeah. <laughs> but the other thing is that I don't know if, if anybody knows, like the actor, the deaf actor Ray, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's also very flamboyant yeah. and feminine. And, and he's this huge sex symbol yeah, as well. Yeah. So that was kind of like, I appreciated that because it's like, it's 300 years in the yeah, future. In the future, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Are like, gender roles and identities of Well, except for the part where Cornelius looks on the supreme being and is like, oh, he is a she. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that might, well, kind of to explain that he's from a conservative well, like, there we go. There religion. We go. Oh, okay. So okay. he would have that sort of background, but then he says, oh, he's a she. And yeah. it's, that's it. And that's he it. just accepts it. Yeah, yeah. So. But, so, but that, so the Ruby character, um, as you're talking about him displaying as he is and, and being such a, a fuck machine, um, I like how they contrast him against Bruce Willis, mm-hmm. who Bruce Willis is like the, the idea of masculinity, especially in mm-hmm. film and media. And that scene where he's trying to get Bruce Willis to go along with him on this, this, yeah, just give him something for his radio, which I can appreciate um, being someone who has has hosted something with with another person who gives you nothing. And it's like you're just trying to just. Damon, Damon, don't talk about me. I'm not, hey, look, man, I ain't pointing no fingers. You point one finger at someone, you point three back at yourself. Not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's the gangster way. <laughs> um, yeah, because it, it's like, oh yeah, I'm I'm trying to do a show here, and you're just you're just giving me one word answers. Not going to work. Um, so, but watching their, is it really a friendship? I don't think it's a friendship. It's more like Bruce Willis kind of tolerates him. No, um, no, like he he basically literally he's just like he becomes his stone holder. Or he, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he like yeah. wraps the stones in his suit jacket and he's like, hold this for me. I need you to carry this while I shoot. I think it's more like Corbin's character is like, I have a mission to do. Mm-hmm. I need somebody to carry and, my bags. <laughs> all right. So I'm in this situation. Let me just make the best out of it. Yeah. But I'm not doing any more than I need to. <laughs> yeah. And I, 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 um, when he appeared, I was like, okay, I get his function in the plot. 
Ruby? you know, Ruby? yeah, mm-hmm. to 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 get. Uh, well, kind of no, no, not Bruce really. Bruce won a competition. I understand, but like, why does he need to win a competition to get on the cruise ship? Why can't the no, military just get it? They were giving away it? that competition for the weekend in the first right. place. Yeah, and yeah. The military rigged it. So no, remember, it's, just, remember, it's, remember, it's a very the, intricate the, way of no, the okay, military. Remember, the president was just like, I don't want because they knew that they were being surveyed. Okay, so he's just like, I don't it. want anybody to know about. So don't like right. call any current military people involved. Get like a random person you know to like do this mission for so the military right. was like got it i know exactly okay no I, I i appreciate that because because it seemed like everybody was trying to get on this ship and the only way possible was to rig this competition or to pretend to be the guy who won the competition yeah. even to the point where um gary oldman's character just shows up on a ship uh and and you know he, he lies his way on so i Felt like well, if Elon Musk pulled up to like Coachella, I guess they would let him. Elon yeah, <laughs> um, but they did have the whole heap of security, and he was like, "Oh no, I have my ZF one. Let me kill all of you guys." Yeah. Um, Again, he's rich. He could go anywhere he yeah. wants. Yeah. So, all right, I'll ask you then. What? So you said like twenty-five times you watched the movie. Um, what was your what, more than that, yeah. what was it like the, first, the time? first time? What was your first experience with it? Uh, so I see, I probably watched this movie when I was like nine or ten. Who let you watch this at nine or ten? Um, Cinemax. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I've seen a few movies like that. It was. Yeah, it was. It was one of those movies just always on. Was it Cinemax or Stars? It was just Showtime, whatever. Just yeah, always. when they used to like play the the same movie over, same, over and over again. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, okay. The like, same like, reason I watched Mononoke. Like, I don't know how many other times as well. Yeah. Alright, the same way like a stream for all you youngins, mm-hmm. how TV and cable work. Yeah. It's like the same way a streaming site would have like trending for the week movies. Mm-hmm. Each channel, each movie channel would just play the same twenty movies just in rotation right, for right, months right. and then yep. switch stuff again and it'd just go on and on and on and on. And yeah, this is just one of those movies that kinda just stayed in the rotation, just popped up back and again and again. And so I guess the, I I don't remember the first time I watched it. I just remember like really liking it. Like mm-hmm. it was just like I remember like, oh, this is very funny. I like all the sci-fi shit. I got a mean crush on, on Mila Jovovich. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, Bruce Willis is like one of the most charismatic <laughs> action stars I know. Mm-hmm. And then fucking Zorg and explosions. And then Chris Tucker is doing the most, the I've, most. Ever, I've ever seen a human being do mm-hmm. on screen. So <laughs> I imagine at that 10 years old, I was just like, great fucking movie. Yeah. And then it kind of just continued on and on and on. So every time it comes on, I'm like, great, let's watch it again. And then I met Steven, and then we just, I don't know, randomly, we were just having some movie talk. He's just like, Fifth Element, no? I'm like, yo, yeah, fucking Fifth, Fifth Element. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. like, the first time I watched, um, it was on, I think, so it was on some cable channel. I'm not really sure. But I had the unfortunate um, problem of always catching it, like, partway through. Like, partway through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I always missed the Egyptian, the first part of the Egyptian. That, always they, just, yeah, no, it I always just started like so hanging I, out with Corbin I, Dallas. So I remember watching from like when when the spaceships are first encountering mm-hmm. the, the shadow planet. Mm-hmm. I remember that being like I always caught the movie at that time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh god, I missed like the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. And no, it wasn't the, for, for me it was like the first ten times was just oh I just caught up with Carmen yeah, and the same and the taxi. so same so mm-hmm. and then it wasn't until re- like maybe ten years ago where I actually sat down and and said all right I'm gonna actually watch the movie from the beginning yeah mm-hmm. start to finish and and that's when I was like like the the title screen when they're going through the I asteroid a, I field yeah, 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 yeah. and I was like oh my god okay yeah. 
oh my God, I, I didn't realize that this beautiful part of this movie that yeah. I love also happened. Because I, I think I said it while we were watching. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this really reminds me of, of like the opening scene for, for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I really liked it. As I said before, I liked how serious it was at the beginning. And it felt mystical. Mm-hmm. Um, it's where they introduce... You said the tone so you can flip it. Yeah. 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 But no, it's, but it's, it's also where they like set the tone. You know that, that nice little musical note that plays every time they mention the fifth element? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah. And then it's, it's just... It's in there. And then you know every time they play it, so it's something to deal with like the, the mystical aspect. Space magic. Space magic. <laughs> and you're like, yes. And it's 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 not it's not over your head. You just notice it. Yeah, that's the thing. There's a lot of stuff that they throw at you, but it's it's done in a way where it's subtle. It's well, yeah, because it's respecting your intelligence as an audience member, and that's the thing. That those are the type of movies that I love the most is where they're not just taking it easy on you. They're saying we have something to, we have a story to tell. We're gonna take you along for this ride. Mm-hmm. If you follow us, you're going to enjoy it, and uh, that's that was the experience I had watching it. Where I just told myself, "I'll figure it out as it goes along." There's a lot going on here that I have questions on, and if I if I keep asking you guys, I'm just gonna have to pause it every five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, Damon, why were you judging me for watching this at ten years old? Is this not like a film for a ten year old? I think I think I, this is very much a film for a ten year old. I don't know. I mean, maybe twelve because Rudy is. Mm. I understood what horniness <laughs> was as a ten year old. <laughs> <laughs> but as you say, um, the, the, it lets you think and it doesn't treat you like an idiot. Yeah. But it's having fun. Yeah. But like also like not looking down on you. It's yeah. just like, we're doing a but lot it, of shit right now. Keep up if you yeah, like. Yeah. 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 And you're going to enjoy it. Trust us. Just yeah. I like when a movie has that confidence in itself that makes me go, all right, you are either going to deliver something incredible or this is something that fell apart on the cutting room floor where it was just... Some of the parts in it felt like um, when I was first looking at it, it was edited with them throwing up the reels of film in the air and just <laughs> cutting up the, the, the scissors. Um, and then it, it came together as you were watching it. It was just like, okay, that was there for this and no, it just made... I love any movie with its own like personal internal logic. Yeah. And it doesn't stop to explain what we're doing. It just goes along. And if you're smart, you go... Oh, oh okay. that's all this. Yeah. But like, <laughs> that's all this universe. And, and there's, the, the, exactly, that's how the, the movie is treating certain things. So it's like the, the movie feels more concerned with the, the characters and its themes rather than the plot and the plot beats necessarily. Mm-hmm. So like there's the part where Gary Oldman, when he comes back onto the cruise ship and um, the bomb that he set... Mm-hmm. He he takes his sweet time yep. to to gingerly put in the yep. the cancel key yep. um, with five seconds remaining, and <laughs> then from a completely different room yeah. at the same exact time, the Mangalore. the, the, the Mangalore leader whips out the, the detonator for a separate, separate bomb, bomb. Yeah. that has five seconds left, which is just. What that's the most Looney Tunes live action shit I've ever Looney seen. Tunes but it works in this movie. Called. It does, yeah, yeah. It I didn't I didn't I didn't mind that it was a a, a leap in like logic and and uh, kind no, of they convenience. Were, they were there for revenge because of course if they you notice yeah. earlier, you see them carry the bomb yeah. in, and you're like, and, and it's, it's just a, like it's, a, it's kind a of a throwaway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just in your peripheral vision. And then it comes up later on. No, but I mean, for it to happen at that moment mm-hmm. with, with the other guy not knowing Gary Oldman is in there, it, it felt very much like uh, when, when uh, Roadrunner is just like, meet me, and he's, he's yeah. the, he points the, the, the gun that um, Wiley Coyote thinks he's shooting at Roadrunner mm-hmm. is just shot right back at yeah. himself. 
Um, but so yeah, I, I, again, much like again the, the Dark Knight, mm-hmm. when like Joker is just like pressing the bomb, the yeah. bombs are just like, what the fuck is this in motion? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but then for comedic effect. Yeah, which that was a thing. Like when something landed, um, the it it didn't matter to me that it didn't you know match up cer- logically in certain scenes because um, I thought yeah the humor works when the humor works. Yeah, and and no no if if you're deploying a great joke yeah I, I don't care yeah and you're still within these frames of logic exactly like, yeah. yeah the I'm setup okay. as long as the setup is there like okay sure he just. Picked up the detonator because it, it was funniest for that yeah. to happen. And that's all up, I care up, about. Like, okay, of course the hotel got it shit together in five minutes while the bomb was going off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, of course, when, when, when Chris Tucker goes, um, no, if it was a bomb, there'd be sirens. And then immediately yeah. there are sirens. Because that's funny. <laughs> Deploy your joke. Yeah. It's, it, it's, um, I thought uh, it was really, really funny. I didn't expect it to be that funny. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be like a fun sci-fi romp. Um, but it, no, this movie is aware it's a movie. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. It's just like, y- you're here to be whisked away. Right. We have done the work of, of creating this world, and now yeah. let's have fun with it. Right. Kind of Again, I hate to bring this up, it's French. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it is self-aware. But, I mean, it, to compare it to, um, I guess, kind of like an American-stylized film, uh, the Mel Brooks films, mm-hmm. which are, are largely parody films. Right. This movie is not a strict parody of, of, of sci-fi, yeah. but there are times where it feels like it, yes, it is pushing it. It is, it is a great parody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like both it's, a great parody and a great film. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's taking itself seriously. Yeah. It's like, okay, th- this is an entire race uh, of, of aliens, and they have their rules, and this is how they interact, and this is their culture. But also, we're going to play them for a joke in this moment. Mm-hmm. Like um, when, when the, the shapeshifter shows up to the, um, the airport, the, the, the airp- airport. The, yeah, airport mm-hmm. and he's trying to convince the, the woman that you know, he's the person he's impersonating. And he just can't. Like, yes, can't, it's, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like my, my yeah, they can shapeshift, but also they are not good at impersonating people but sometimes. Like, that one was like nervous. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> he's so. like, having an off day. Yeah. Um, what I really like about some of the jokes in, in, in the movie is that they just repeat the same joke over and over again mm-hmm. and it works. Yeah. Like for example, the same um when like the mother on the phone, yeah. Um when they're going up to the to, to the, the air hostess air, lady yeah. um and they're trying to get three, on three three times three, the same. three different times she's like three yeah. people are trying to pick up yeah so. yeah and but but she has the reaction of most people in that position where you still have to smile it's a little pleasant yeah but it's like i'm sick of this bullshit right. i gotta go bye yeah bye bye i'm done uh, also i read like okay i know a competition is just one so maybe some people are gonna try and impress right you're right there. exactly like, like, oh, so she was prepared for yeah, it yeah, yeah. um and i <laughs> i like how when she scanned it uh, the the screen just said dangerous. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Just a smile. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Damon. Mm-hmm. Um, how many times do you think you'll rewatch this movie now? Um, it's, it's so, as you guys are talking about, you know, watching movies on TV, it, it made me nostalgic for that era because nowadays my movie watching has to be so intentional. I have mm-hmm. to. I have to you go. Have to I gotta press the button. I gotta. I gotta set aside the time. I can't just be flipping on, you know, television and just hope just that it just it. happens to come on. Um, but no, it, it's definitely something that I'd like to revisit because I feel like Damon, having Damon. show this to all your friends. 
of the cycle continue? That yeah, because I was thinking, you know, I, I there's a friend of mine that I think would be interested in watching this, especially for the you know uh, Chris Tucker's character Ruby Rod. Jermaine, <laughs> um, uh, the fashion. Jermaine's been on on the on the show. That's what I thought yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he he would. I don't know if he's seen it. He probably hasn't, but I think he would be interested in in seeing the portrayal of that character for several reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think it's it's something that great I, fashion movie by the way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the outfits. John Paul Gaultier. I mean, the 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 costuming across the board, I think, is very very um, inspired and and it, it informs the characters as well. It's just it, the look of the movie is great across the mm-hmm. board. Um, to how many times I'll watch it, I can't say, but I definitely. Give us a ballpark. Um, <laughs> I don't probably. Know. I mean, I don't know how long I'll live. Uh, let's say I live to like seventy. Right. Maybe like I don't know. Three, four, four, four more times. Like if I had seen this when I was younger, mm-hmm. I probably would have been like um, imprinted. I would have said to like <laughs> when when I was dating my girlfriend, I would have said, "Yeah, this is one of those movies we have to watch." Um, I think it's because I do think the nineties are a blind spot for me, film wise. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a few films Damon, in the nineties. Damon, you just give me. A million new movies. I episode. Ideas. We no. Well, we've <laughs> talked about it because I've said to you that I think that's something where your your knowledge it kind of covers my my blind spot because like speed. Austin uh, Austin Powers episode coming soon, guys. I've I've watched Wait, the Austin what? Powers definitely. Oh, he's watched. All right. I've watched. Austin oh, you haven't Powers. watched Speed. I've watched Speed. Great. Yeah, speed. and uh, but there's actually I haven't watched Speed. Yeah. Great. All right. Welcome so back. Welcome back to the Speed episode. Yeah. So there's there's a few movies in the nineties that I I didn't see. Um, either because I was too young enough when they were coming out or, or what, but um, or I just didn't go back and revisit them. This has been on my list to check it out for a while, and it's just, uh, this was the opportunity to, to do it. So, yeah. um, But it's something where I love when a movie has this much detail in it and this much thought going into it, and it's one of those things where I feel like I would want to go back and just kind of take a time and analyze it just to yeah. see what's going on in every frame and every scene. Um, but it's just like, I, I would now have to set aside two hours to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's not something I'd want to watch in the background because it's like, eh, I'm not no, sure if I... I, I always mean, thought this movie was like 90 minutes. Like, easy nope. breeds and 90 movies. I'm like, oh, this is it cool. Feels, oh, it feels brisk. Yeah. Like, it doesn't feel like... Uh, it's, it, you know, when everything kind of is falling apart at the end, it doesn't feel like you've been watching it for that long. Um, it, it's not like, like uh, a, let's say, bloated like Marvel or DC where it has to be like six action scenes yeah, for the grand yeah, finale. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like there is maybe what one two action scenes in the yeah, middle and then yeah. it's, it is in, and then in the hotel is the last 20 minutes right it's, and it's, it's just like action 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 action, 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 action and then, yeah um, I so going back to the humor for a second um, there's a part where I was certain that the general that come first of all so the the, the general who who recruits Bruce mm-hmm. Willis's character. Mm-hmm. Um, Who is now laying in his freezer death. Kowalski from Blade Runner? Yeah. Oh. Yes. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's right. Kowalski. So, yeah. wait, did he die in his freezer? Because I thought yeah, he shows everybody's up. Everybody's dead. I thought he shows no, up. No, no, no. Different, general, different, g- different general. No, it's the same general. It's the, they're at the end. He's alive? Yes. That's what I'm saying. Oh. I thought for sure that it was just him being dead. Is that a cryogenic freezer? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just like... So I thought watching the scene where he shoves three people into his freezer right. um, and then he opens the door and he's just like, oh, well, they're just dead. I thought, okay, that's dark. Yeah. 
Um, because the movie just didn't acknowledge it, went on, right. just went on with the plot, and I was like, three but, but people are dead in your apartment." I think no, it, but also I think like the movie is going so hundred miles per hour. So no, like, yeah. I. But that's the thing is like, okay, I was okay with it. I was okay right. with the fact that they had killed three characters and then just moved on with the rest of the movie. Okay. That's that the movie had done that, yeah, yeah. and then they showed back up. Right. So I was like, "What happened? Right. Who found them? Right. Who revived them?" Right. Yeah. Oh well. Um, fun, fun fact: um, We've all seen the Jamaican movie Lunatic, right? The Jamaican movie Lunatic. Yeah. No. Oh, and the Madman. I have not seen it. Oh wow. That's really no nobody else. Lunatic. Yeah. You oh. can look it on YouTube. Yeah, I, I know. Th- okay. I think I've seen it. It I, is I, a Jamaican movie. I would arguably argue our best movie. Okay. Um, it's about a madman who like meets this like German tourist woman. Oh yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Um. Anyway, uh, fun fact: the German tourist woman is who the general proposes to be his wife on a mission. Oh, Jeez, I did okay. not realize yeah. that. Yes. Oh yeah, like that's that's something I wanted to bring up. This cast is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, I think I've said like. Ian Holm is my favorite actor in 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 the movie. Mm-hmm, yeah. But then you go and you look back at like all the little side characters, like even yeah. the guy who plays. Um, I think his actual name is Left Hand. He's the the guy, um, Zorg's assistant that he blows up. Yeah, that's uh, Sticky Fingers. Yeah. rapper, right? Yeah, yeah Sticky Fingers right. rapper. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, ooh, where did they get all these people? And then like yeah. a lot of the air hostesses. Um, I think Bam brought it up. They're like. Um, the, the models. models, yeah. No, no, I, I legit think Luke Busson was at a John Paul Gaultier show, and I was just like, "What are all these women doing after?" This? His like, name, his name is Right Arm. <laughs> right nice. Arm, nice. yeah. And um, then I think Left Arm is the the Chinese guy that he has of course, when the when right. the, when they do the explosion. Right, 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 right. That's saying the the five hundred thousand and yeah. That's the thing that um, it, it's kind of like how I, I am with um with Pixar movies where there's a lot of creativity in a joke mm-hmm. where it's just like the 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 world that you've built you're you're just mining things that you could pull out from that in this one scene so there's this scene where bruce willis is just having chinese food right. and it's been delivered by this this guy um who has this mobile chinese restaurant mm-hmm. um and you know then it pulls away it, there's this wide shot of the the city. the restaurant uh, yeah of the city and then the mobile restaurant is flying away because there's flying cars in this world and it's just it's a it's a boat like it's a it's themed a restaurant. It's like, and it's it's just one shot cut away. You never see the character again. But it's just like oh cool. They, as, as as my lady said, a, a wonderful vision of the future that Chinese food will just come <laughs> directly to you. to you. Not just Chinese food come to you, but like someone preparing it in front in of front you, of like uh, uh, man of a whole roast duck. Just <laughs> sit down there ready for you. Yeah. Um. Yeah, overall, I thought the, it was one of those movies that was just like an experience where, as you said, you want to bring it to people and say, you need to see yeah, this. Yeah, if you have not seen this movie, you yeah, would like, and, and I, I do, ma'am, I gotta say, I appreciate uh, your friendship because you're, you're, you're bringing these things to my face and you're saying, you gotta watch this because I feel like we're, you, you probably have movies on your list that you've just never seen from from decades past uh and sometimes it does just take someone to say hey sit down we're putting we're this watching, on we're, we're watching this um and uh, yeah fifth fifth element is uh, is an experience and a half i don't think there's another movie like it so um good job luke all right so i guess <laughs> I can assuage my my reservations about. Is it just all nostalgia? Or is it really a good movie? No, no, yeah, no, that's what, that's, no. I think yeah. that's that yeah. because I, I really wanted to know if it's just like 
No, I, I think it is a genuinely great no, movie. No, I think it is. It is. It was So yes, we're talking about nostalgia and how um, a lot of you saw this movie when you were kids. And in truth, I'd never heard of this movie until like my mid-twenties. Um, and it was just happenstance. It was on TV. A friend of mine was at my house and she's like, oh my God, let's watch The Fifth Element. And I'm like, Fifth what now? <laughs> so, you know, with no context at all other than let's watch this movie mm-hmm. um i too started watching this movie and and it was one of those things where it like slapped me across the face yes <laughs> very, yeah. and very quickly became one of my favorite movies and and i say this as like i i judge favorite movies on rewatchability right. so it's like a comfort movie to me mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. same way like people um call ghibli movies um, right, right, right. Mm. Like, if it's on, and if it's on TV, and I see it on TV, I am watching it. Right. And the same way that we were watching, we were watching this movie, and all of us could quote it. It yeah. was yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a great movie. Yeah. And, and this is a rant that I think Stephen wanted to go on as No, well. go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> they, don't, they don't make movies like this anymore, and it, it, it really annoys me, because, like, sci-fi in general, it seemed like it stopped. In the nineties, to be fun, right? And then, in like, and now it's just all very self-serious, very like, um, has to be thematic and yes, very thinking about what the future is is going to be like, and um, I think of like Arrival. Yeah, I think the closest kind of vibe to the essence that is Fifth Element, not necessarily sci-fi, would be like Grand Budapest Hotel, like. Those kind of Wes Anderson whimsies. That's the closest thing I've seen recently to that. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I, I would argue really? the first guard. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that was the thing the that, that came to my movie. mind when you were saying modern blockbusters or modern sci fi not really acknowledging the kind of out there-ness that sci fi can, can provide for you. Um, because, yeah, you're right. Like, I would, you think, like, I, th- I feel like sci fi has had this existential crisis. In the last few years, where they just really want to be taken seriously, where sci-fi is in the same line as horror, where sci-fi and horror don't get respect at you know the academy mm-hmm. or anything like that, but it's where you have people who are just kind of being super creative and just throwing things out there, saying, "Hey, we've got this kind of unlimited potential here because this is an alien world. This right. is a, a world that is purely based on our imagination." Um, let's just try something with it. Uh, Guardians is probably the closest in sci-fi terms for modern blockbusters that I've seen, where it's just like, okay, these are just random characters. Yeah, but you they're know, all fun. They're fun, all, fun is the key. They're all key fun. Word we're we're having fun here. We're 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 in space, and we're having fun in space. Isn't it fun to be in space? space yeah. um, but even Guardians is just like it, it. It has it fits into this universe that has its own rules. You know, it it's it can't go as out there as something like Fifth Element. I don't know if I've seen something in recent times where it's just, it's had that, I, I mean, you said it best, like this movie is is very, very campy yeah. and embraces it and, and you know, doesn't like shy away so from it. So rarely are filmmakers given $90 million to just make vibes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, and... You know what? I, I'd like to see Baz Luhrmann uh, approach, yeah. oh, approach sci-fi. Oh, Baz Luhrmann sci-fi movie. Yeah. I'd, I'd be into that. 
Warner Brothers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was, um, I mean, they pretty much said, Elvis, do it your way. Yeah. And then that was a success. Yeah. So now Warner Brothers is like, do whatever you want, bro. Look, we're not making good movies these days. Yeah. Did you see? Don't worry, darling. <laughs> do whatever you want. Um, yeah. So yeah, if someone could just whisper into Baz Luhrmann's ear and, and have him make a campy sci-fi, it would either be a train wreck or it would be beautiful. I think either First way, of all, no Baz Luhrmann movie is not a train wreck. <laughs> Um, I think in terms of like, like you've already mentioned this movie today, mm -hmm. and I think in terms of like a fun sci-fi movie, yeah, um, everything everywhere all at once, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the closest that I've gotten to the feeling that I have watching Fifth Element. The first yeah, because it's just movie. like it's concept after concept mm -hmm. after concept thrown at you, and then it's just comes. It is, it comes is together. both silly but emotional, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 taking. It's campiness that's taking itself seriously. seriously yeah. and, and well, the <laughs> the definition of camp is something very silly, very seriously. Yeah, yeah. But uh, to to the, I mean, that is something that I think is is um, it's missing from the the way movies are made these days. Uh, if in the sense that they don't become the phenomenons, because they I think they do exist. Those movies still get made, but they don't become the phenomenons that they, they ought to like. And I feel like a part of a movie's existence is the audience's reaction to it. Like, the thing about the fifth element, this is both a hit and a cult classic. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, we know about it, but I, I don't like the average American or whatever. <laughs> Even our age knows about yeah, it. Yeah, because I learned about it because um, I had no friends. And cool. so what, what I would do is I would listen to um, movie podcasts. <laughs> I listen to movie podcasts and they would go on and on about the. That, that is how I developed, like, my list. Like, you know, the, the movie um, Hobo with a Shotgun? Yeah. Right. The only reason I know about that movie is because I would listen to podcasts. I several movie sites. Right. Like, you got to watch it. And they would yeah. be like, oh, this movie was at South by Southwest. You yeah, guys yeah. should watch it. And I mentioned it to my brother the other day. And he's like, like the, the fuck, fuck is, is that? that? That's yeah. not a real title. Right. You made that up. Yeah. Um, but P people who are heavy on film internet don't yes. realize that like nobody. Is exactly. And it's, 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 <laughs> it's like us and 30 people. It is an isolating <laughs> experience. Yeah. But, you know, it is the one that we are, are, are you know, we suffer. Um. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think those movies exist. It, and this movie, as you said, ninety million dollars. It made almost three hundred million dollars, mm -hmm. so it was definitely a, a, a success. Yeah, it, it, um, nobody was upset. <laughs> but it is, as you said, it's not something I. I should ask if my parents have seen it. They probably have. I, I, like I said at the beginning, I think this is in a very sweet, like. 35 and under yeah. <laughs> bracket of people that really, really love it. I'm very, I'm curious to see what they think of it, honestly, yeah. because I, I'd like to see what their sensibility is. You know, is my, my, my brother really does like this movie. So mm -hmm. that, he's, he's like people like in their 40s. Me, so. Yeah, yeah. People yeah, in their 40s yeah, for, are 40s definitely into this movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, they were like 20 and so when, when it was like on, no, 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 when it was on like um, Cinemax, Cinemax and so quite a lot. Yeah. No, no, when it's in movies. But I'm yeah. talking <laughs> like when, so, so it came out in 97. Uh, my Vizier, Armageddon and stuff. Oh damn, Armageddon and Fifth Element. Bruce yes. was crushing it. Yeah, he had a good year. Um, we still need to like do that episode of of actors who had phenomenal years yeah. or phenomenal all, runs all, of like, like Jim Carrey in '95. Yes. Um, yeah. The Mask, Dumb and Dumber, and Ace Ventura. Ridiculous. <laughs> when did La La come out? Uh, La, I think it's the same year. Like, 97, was 97. it the same year? Or was yeah. it the year after? No, nine, La La was like '96 or something. Liar. 
Lila, I was nine to seven. Yeah, same year as this. Um, oh, um, <laughs> I've just been handed um, 1997 movies. Would you like me to run down a list? Sure. Well, number one is The Fifth Element okay. on Google. Goodwill Hunting, Gattaca, Devil's Advocate, My Best Friend's Wedding, Men in Fucking Black, mm-hmm. um, Lost well, World, Jurassic Park, Titanic, LA Confidential, Jackie Brown, I Know What You Did Last Summer, Batman and Robin, mm-hmm. Face Off. Lalaya, George the Jungle, Tomorrow Never Dies. These are all bangers. George the Jungle was my first film in theaters. Really? Yeah, nice. I was. I was clearly one, which I don't know. I don't. Oh. I don't know if that was an enjoyable theater experience to anybody else there, because I was sure I was crying. Oh, man. Um, there was a moment in this Anaconda, ad- nineteen ninety. Oh my! F- oh, Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. Yeah, okay. Um, there was a moment in this movie that really made me think of Men in Black. Um, I can't remember what it was, but I remember looking at it and thinking. I'm pretty sure Men in Black came out the same year, so it's like the it same is, thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the the blue alien woman who's doing mm, singing, mm-hmm. that could have easily been oh, our yeah, character in Men in Black. Yeah, yeah, um, so yeah. this this was a great year for... She she, <laughs> she she looks a bit like the um the squid baby. That's on yeah, 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 yeah. But no, it, it, it was a great year for uh, just alien prosthetics because sure. that, that was... Um, and, and showing that... C- those CG creations, you know, in, in a grand scale. Um, Do you think that's her head or that's just like a bag shorts and her, and her thing? Like, you see, like a Lady Gaga costume choice. You mean the, 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 the big tail? The big tail. Big and tail. Head, yeah. and, no, I think I, to me, it looks like she has a hat on and her it tentacles does look like are in the back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you but think it, could just, it could just be the back of her head and we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Be- because the first time when she was performing, and I noticed the kind of rubberiness of it, and mm-hmm. it was like tilting back her head. And then in my head, I was just like, mm, "That could just be a hat she's wearing." Because yeah, <laughs> like everyone's wearing rubber in this movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yes, I think um, it is something I definitely rewatch. Uh, I want to show it to people, as you said. And yeah, get um, out of a crowd going. Con- continue, yeah. continue the curse. <laughs> well, what, I, what I would suggest: um, watch it by yourself. Mm-hmm. Four, I'm I'm planning to do that. Like I think if I if I have a a, a Sunday afternoon to myself, I, I, that's when I tend get, to put get, on get, movies. Get, get your parents in. Tell them tell them watching. No no no. I'm, gonna, I'm telling him to watch it by itself because it's like all the little like throwaway lines and so that you might have missed mm. because you're watching it in a group. Yeah. Um, and then watch it with a group of people that you really want to share it with. Yeah, Damon, if you could. Please, like, be an 11-year-old in front of Cinemax by yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> and have it randomly come on. That's the perfect way to watch it, I would argue. I don't know how I can pull that. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll tell you what I'll do. I will somehow trick yeah. the YouTube algorithm right. to just play video mm-hmm. after video right. until it stumbles upon this video, and, on, on the, and the, the, the movie of Fifth Element, yeah, which is on YouTube. Act surprised, like, oh, and then I'll be like, element. oh, Fifth Element's on. I yeah. guess I'll watch it. And, and what I'll do is I'll have it playing, and then I'll be doing something else, and right. then I'll just catch it in the middle. It's cool. like, ah, cool. cool. Ah, I missed the yeah. beginning. Yeah. God, yeah. I can't yeah. go back. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Perfect. We should never have gotten rid of cable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, if there's nothing else, I think we can wrap that up. Uh, Final thoughts on anybody? Yeah. Anybody got anything else I want to say? Stephen, you you you're I, proved I, yourself I, I an expert. little to no heckling of, of catchphrases. As, as oh, no, we were doing that during the movie. I, I had to hold back myself okay. from yeah. doing... Stephen was, was, <laughs> was just reading the script. Was just reading the script bar for bar. 
<laughs> I, I felt you holding back because I would hear you and it was it felt restrained. Yeah. It felt yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it's it's like when you know when people watch the room and they throw spoons. Yes, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. almost how I am. I, I yes. limited myself to simply pantomiming actions <laughs> that the characters were doing. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's as I said, it's my Fifth movie. Element, good movie. Go watch good movie. I, I think I think it's it's on, a, it's on YouTube right now. It's it, but it's definitely a movie that's worthy of that level of passion about mm. it. Like to to have the lines in your, and not just the lines, but the delivery of the lines right. was in your head as well. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a, yeah. It's a, it's a. Yeah, a great. I think it's a great movie. Uh, I'll definitely watch it again. Um, I want all possessions. Yeah. That. <laughs> come in, come in, my man. Come in, oh, come that's, my man. So that's come the last man. thing I'll say is um. <laughs> well, no, because he's doing a lot vocally, sure, right? But there's a point close to the conclusion of the movie where they're in the the temple and they're doing all this stuff with the rocks and stuff. He's just doing pure eye acting. He's just his eyes are just going. All over Chris the Tucker place. is one of the best eye actors and best screamers. Yes. Screen, it's just, he just knows what to do with his face, man. Yeah. There's a whole story being told there. All right. Um, thank you guys for showing me. This was actually a really great experience of you guys just uh, recruiting me into the cult of Fifth Elements. Yeah. I really appreciated that. Um, thank you all for listening to the podcast. Bam, thank you for co-hosting with me once again. Sure. And uh, you all can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, mm-hmm. it's been two weeks. Right. Uh, Stitcher, uh, Google Podcasts, all the places where podcasts can be found. You can, can find found. it on the thing you're listening to right now. At this very moment, you can find it there. Uh, you can follow me at Damien Michael Movies on Twitter and Instagram, and you can follow Bam. Flat, flat Bammy on Twitter, and Instabam was taken. On Instagram? Yeah. Obviously. Why would it be Instabam was taken on TikTok? That'd be stupid. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, we will see you next week. What are we doing next week? Do we know? We'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Got to go. Got to go. Yes. Casablanca. Following up with element of Casablanca. Goddamn. The, the two classics. Uh, we should we should do a a, a rom com episode, but you know, leading up to Valentine's. I think Valentine's is actually it is on a Tuesday. That's when we release. Yeah. The most romantic movie. Yeah. But I, Good movie. Yeah, so it is a good Let's movie. Let's end it. Yeah, we'll end it. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week with whatever we talk about. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.